0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to the Believe Podcast Network, SoCal Sweat. My name is Ann McDaniels, a former NFL cheerleader and product manager turned actress and model who dreams of being a UFC fighter. Meow. Learning strategies to help motivate others leads me to bring you interviews each week from a range of athletes, experts in fitness and nutrition, and so much more. Thanks for listening to Believe, the number one podcast for working professionals, and let's push our endorphins to higher performance through SoCal Sweat. This is your host, Ann McDaniels, and thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Believe SoCal Sweat. Today, we are going to be talking about burning fat, fat loss before the holidays, we have so many things to look forward to, and as they say, revenge spending, revenge partying. Oh, absolutely! Everybody is going to have a blast this holiday. Of course, we're still dealing with the COVID vaccine and things like that, and definitely stay safe with your travels and everything like that. But hey, I just there's no way I think anything's going to hold me back as far as socializing and traveling and doing everything that I can, especially for myself personally. Besides the pandemic, I was down for huge injuries and I'm still kind of uh, nursing those right now, but I'm so grateful to not be in a wheelchair and I'm definitely gonna be revenge socializing for sure as I already have been. But anyway, so many people have come to me asking how to lose fat and what can I do to lose belly fat? And especially, I thought this might be a good topic to do right before we go into the holidays because we want to enjoy. It is so important as, you know, FOMO, YOLO, fear of missing out, you only live once. It is very important to enjoy life because if we're just slaving away, doing all the right things all the time with our health and nutrition, yes, that's wonderful. But would you rather go out with your friends and enjoy something because it's part of life? Or would you rather sit home and say, oh, I'm not going to drink and I'm going to follow my regimen. And I have been a victim of that myself due to my own Disciplinary issues with myself and I'm working on that all the time because it's like you have to enjoy life and Your friends want to be with you. So I just want to give you five I Say simple nothing simple and and nothing should be ever looked at as like oh it works for me It should work for you too because everybody's different and everybody should give themselves lots of patience lots of time and The fitness and health industry would not be such a multi-billion dollar business if it were easy because everyone's always looking for the next tip because we have wonderful food out there, we have wonderful opportunities, and there's a lot of triggers, and sometimes working out isn't easy, but I hope this podcast can just give you some tips to maybe add one or two things, maybe all five, to your regimen just to maybe go into the holidays feeling a little more confident in those hot cocktail dresses and those cute, stylish you know, men, you've got some great things to pick from as well. And maybe you want to show off a little cleavage and booty in your uh, dress and in your tight shoulders and massive shoulders and those sports jackets. I mean, or show up in a tank top with a little Santa bow, who knows? Anyway, we always, so many people go into a, a fitness journey or a wellness journey with a goal of losing fat, fat loss, and they assume that the best approach is to exercise more and eat less fat. But as we've seen, the formula that seems logical and intuitive, in reality, it's much more complex because it depends heavily on everybody's individual differences and in needs. Every body type is different. I despise when people are preaching to other people, like, oh, you have to do this, this, and this. Well, number one, you're not a nutritionist, and I've, I've gotten in trouble for that. When I was a bootcamp instructor, people would come to me at the end of the bootcamp session and be like, what do you eat? Teach me what you eat. And I would sit down. I'm like, well, this is what I do. And I got in trouble by somebody. And they said, you absolutely cannot give that advice unless you are a certified nutritionist or registered dietitian. And I was like, oh my God, I, I totally was caught off guard. I'm like, absolutely. So I learned, I don't know if it's all over the place, but definitely in California, specifically Los Angeles, you have to say... I'm not recommending anything. This is what I do. That doesn't necessarily mean that this is what works for you. But if you're asking me personally what I do, this is what I do and what's worked for me. So I've been very careful to never give unsolicited advice because that's just, that's just nasty unless someone's asking for it. And I would never be a preacher or a zealot. You know, if someone's like a vegan, they'll be if, and if someone's eating meat, they rip on them for eating meat and they give them all the bad things that meat does. I I cannot imagine doing that to somebody. How did they not, maybe they, maybe that person needs, has a medical condition that they need animal fat, like stay in your lane. I just, I do not, I don't play into that at all. And I do have friends that do do that. But anyway, as we've learned from so many studies and obviously the popularity of the keto diet, eliminating fat from your diet and exercising too much will likely work against your goals, will likely work against fat loss. And there's an NASM certified personal trainer and founder of creator and founder and creator of Body Conceptions. And her name is Mari Rellen, and she says a bigger issue in question arises. Unless you absolutely need to reduce fat for a specific reason, is there a different way to look at exercise than simply aiming to reduce fat? Could we instead focus on what our bodies and minds really want and develop a lifestyle of fitness and healthy eating that naturally leads to a a healthier body composition and a stronger and happier life. Because if people eliminate fat altogether, you have no energy, it creates brain fog, you can get dizzy, you may be sleepy all the time and or not be able to fall asleep and stay asleep. So everybody's different. With the fat loss craze that hit the diet industry so many years ago, remember the Snackwells? This was before my time, but the Snackwells diet, and people would eliminate all fat, like the South Beach diet. People attempted to eliminate fat completely from their diet, but when you eliminate fat, your body is craving other things, and if a food takes out the fat, in science, it has to still... Have that same texture has to pull, you know hold together, and it's often replaced with processed, unhealthy alternatives. Remember the oleo and the chips so long ago that was causing massive diarrhea and diet and gastric issues. Well, these things that are replaceable can really often cause harm. Like even for example, in shakes and smoothies and some of our latte coffee drinks, they add xanthan gum or guar gum and. That's an additive, and what that does is fluff up your drink, and it's, and it's a brilliant um, ingredient, and it does really well for shakes and making ice cream. But some people have a horrible reaction to that, um, so just you know make sure that if something says non-fat, low-fat, know that there's something else going into your body that may not be maybe may actually even worse for you and go against your metabolism, everything like that. So we're learning that this approach of taking out fat, again, is detrimental to the body, hence why keto, the keto and paleo diet are so popular. For instance, good fats like monounsaturated and polyunsaturated fats are crucial, again, for brain function, organ protection, cell growth, nutrient absorption, and control of cholesterol and blood pressure. They also give your body energy, which is obviously helpful for optimal energy. And I looked at some ways of like people have asked me, what, what what's the best time to work out? Well, of course, everybody's different and it totally depends on your schedule. Because hey, if you can't exercise at all, but tomorrow you can exercise in the afternoon only, you are getting out and getting active. So that is the number one thing, it does not matter. However, studies have shown that the morning, the morning can actually be the best time before a meal, just because you're, you're working on an empty stomach and you're kind of burning fat in the body, but again, this is different for everybody, so please just kind of take that out of your head, but a lot of people have asked that. But if you don't have fat in your body, you do not have the energy to go work out anyway, so it's a moot point. And also, you have brain fog. Your body, your body does not function properly. Your organs are desperate for that fat source. On the flip side of that, bad fats, like saturated fats, are found in many animal and high-fat dairy products are also in some highly processed foods. And they should be limited. They should be limited because they can contribute to unhealthy weight gain and risk of heart disease. The key, Rieland says, the girl, the girl, the, the the NASM certified trainer, is to include some degree of healthy fats in your diet, preferably a bit in each meal. And we should have a proper amount of macros in each meal, like fiber, fat, carbohydrates, and proteins, anyway. And we should limit saturated fat intake to less than 10% of our diets. And when we go towards fast foods, we know that they're highly processed and they have saturated fat. That's because they're so delicious. And from an exercise perspective, the trend toward doing more and working harder as an approach to burning fat loss, losing weight, has some unexpected consequences. And as we've seen, look at how many trends are out there where you can do a quick 15 minute workout. And if it's high intensity, it like HIIT, which is a high intensity interval training, That is better than a one hour job. So if you only have 15 minutes and you work harder, or you work smarter, not harder, you can can be better off. And people who are not used to working out and who approach a workout regimen with lots of intensity, I'm gonna start tomorrow at 5 a.m. are at a higher risk of injury and they can also burn out quickly. It's not sustainable. I know so many of those people. I mean, there was a guy in the pool yesterday, quite overweight, and he dove in, and he just swam a lap so fast. He was a very good swimmer. He sw- he swam the freestyle with ease, and he was very good at it. But he had to just—I I actually went over to him, and I actually put my hand on his back and made sure that he was breathing okay. And I had him put his hand um, or his head in his in his in his hands and looked down because he was he was going to pass out. Um, gave him gave him five minutes, and he was okay again. But also, he had never swum in. He had never swam in salt water. And this particularly, particular pool that I go to at LA Fitness is a salt water pool. Some of the LA Fitnesses have chlorine, but sometimes the salt water can have a detrimental effect also because it's full of salt. And he drank a bunch of water on that first lap. And he just, it just, you don't, you can't go in with such gusto. You've got to look at everything in baby steps, especially if you are not used to working out at all. But he, he was definitely athletic, but just kind of approach it with a more realistic viewpoint. And you can also burn out quickly. If you start at 5 a.m. and this is the first time you've worked out in years and expect yourself to get up every morning at 5 a.m. and kill it for 45 minutes, you're gonna burn out. So look at it as a journey. Um, Also, high levels of cardio can break down muscle tissue and you're actually burning muscle as opposed to fat if you go for an hour cardio and then you're not adding the proper nutrition back to your diet and that can also decrease your resting metabolic rate, which will make you extra hungry and then you're likely to overeat, so it all cancels itself out. But it makes sense for weight loss to be baby steps and make it sustainable. Doing too many workouts also with too high intensity can lead to chronically high levels of cortisol in the body, which can lead to visceral fat. And what visceral fat is, is the fat around your organs and they're meant to protect your organs. But if there's an increase in visceral fat, that does not, that goes against everything and that can cause heart disease and everything like that and cause heart attacks. This excess abdominal fat plus inflammation through the body from over-exercise clearly undermines weight loss goals and leaves our bodies desperately needing rest. And that's why the belief is key and the key to jumpstart our fat loss lies in understanding what works best for us. Everybody is different. What do you really like to do? Fitness should be fun. If you like to hula hoop and roller skate, do that for your workout. Maybe you like to jump on a trampoline. There are many, many workouts that you can get a bounder, a mini trampoline, and jump on it and do workouts. It's amazing. There's a huge company in New York that does it. Do what you like to do. If you like to play basketball, play an hour of basketball with your friends. Play volleyball. Whatever you like to do, just get out there and exercise. You don't have to necessarily slave away at a a gym. And, I mean, there is another podcast that I have about many ways to lose weight and burn calories without even trying. And that includes cleaning the house and pay attention to your steps. There's so many things. So if you hate the gym, do other things, do what you really like to do. And what are some other reasons for exercising and eating well, that is just getting smaller? Well finding out what, oh, what kinds of movements make you stronger and happier and more energized. Maybe it's going on a walk with your husband, your boyfriend, your partner, your kids. It will encourage you to exercise more regularly and make it part of your lifestyle. And you will be more likely to continue to follow that routine and make it sustainable and make it sustainable longer rather than a diet or exercise that has an all or nothing phenomenon. Like if I don't lose this weight, I'm gonna quit. And you have to focus on results that have nothing to do with body image. Stop scrolling, doom scrolling through Instagram, cop, you know, comparing yourself honestly. Take it from myself. People, I live in Hollywood. It, everything is Instagram filters everything is not only Instagram filters but a uh, multiple features multiple and they're manipulating their body I worked with a model one time she took she spent an hour in the mirror taking pictures of herself during the shoot when we made out breaks and I said how many pictures are you taking I kid you not she took 300 pictures of herself in the same exact pose and then from those 300 pictures She's picking one or two to concentrate on. And then she spends at least an hour and a half to two hours making sure that picture is perfect, flawless, with all of, of the tr- tips and tricks and all the things that she d- does on social media. I mean, I said, how do you have time for that? Oh, she goes, oh, I make time for that. Oh, wow. If I have, no, I, I, I don't judge her, but please know that it's called doom scrolling. When you are scrolling through Instagram and the internet, looking at pictures of other people and comparing yourself—don't do it. It gives you nothing but a, with body image shame. Even if you are perfect, it's shame and guilt, and then you're in, in comparison. And you've got to look at what how beautiful you are inside, the heart, the brain, how kind you are, who you are as a person, the gifts you give to the world. Please stop focusing on that and look at the goals that you have attained and the achievements that you that you are getting to maybe just getting out and and taking a walk and you haven't been outside for two days that's a win so please do not compare yourself to others especially on Instagram I mean honestly it's a world of faith instead focus on your habits your healthy daily habits that can make you feel your best self rather than try to achieve a shape or a look or like some kind of avatar that's not you, and it's not natural for you. Be who you are. You're good enough. You're more than good enough. And losing weight doesn't have to be a difficult journey. You can make it fun. From lifting weights to counting your steps, there are five easy lifestyle changes. And again, when I say easy, I give I give that take that with a grain of salt. Make it simplify. Make it simplified to fit into your life. And keep these five easy lifestyle changes in mind, and start working towards your fitness goals when you when you are ready. So before this revenge of partying and spending money and having fun holiday season, let's look at some five things and five ways to jumpstart your fat loss before going into those holidays and looking hot and trim and having a great time. The first one is eating fiber plus protein. Think of the equation fiber plus protein equals fat loss. This pairing helps us cut cravings because it keeps us satisfied longer by breaking down food at a slower rate in your body. Also, make sure to include healthy fats in your meals, along with protein and foods that don't cause a spike and fall in blood sugar. This would be things like fruits, green vegetables, and complex carbs, like brown rice, quinoa, things like that. Before the day is through, whip a protein, rip up a protein shake, steam some leafy green veggies, or pack a dried fruit in your afternoon snack. Whatever it is, just make a point of doing it. And there are so many healthy snacks out there. But be sure that you're looking at some of the calorie contents and the serving sizes because that can really sneak up on us and add a lot of calories. So that's the first one. Fiber plus protein equals fat loss. Number two, count your steps by using a pedometer. Anything on your iPhone, anything on your smartphone. You can record how many steps you take each day. According to the Cooper Institute of Aerobic Research, 10,000 steps a day will get you started on the path to fat loss and cardio health. Some good ways to add your count, take the stairs, park farther away when you go shopping, and walk with a buddy at lunch, maybe walk in the morning. And an easy trick that I always advise is, walk for 10 minutes after breakfast, 10 minutes after lunch, and 10 minutes after dinner. That's an extra 30 minutes in your day and adding those extra steps. Consider playing music that you love that makes you want to move more. I just heard the song today by the Black Eyed Peas and Sweetie. It's called Hit It. Oh, I played it like 16 times in my car today. It was so good. And I didn't feel like going to the gym today. So I just made sure that I listened to it twice in the car and I was ready to go. So music can do everything for you. Pick what you like or a podcast or maybe talk about... I love talking on the phone if I go for a walk or... I'm still not able to walk long distances with my injury, but I would talk to people on the phone or leave long voice messages to long lost friends and and give them a treat and then it would be so fun to just give them messages and ask them about themselves so music and sounds are always good or if you're walking in nature simplify your life listen to the birds listen to la traffic if you live in la but honestly just a simple walk in the park and hearing the leaves hearing the wind hearing chatter from other people it's just it's it brings you back to earth literally and figuratively And before you know it, you find yourself dancing around in your room, on the sidewalk, whatever, and that adds even more vigor to your run or walk or anything you're doing. But add those steps. 10,000 steps is recommended. Not easy to do, but put it on your phone. Get a pedometer, put it on your smartwatch. So the first one again, fiber plus protein in your diet equals fat loss. Number two is counting your steps. Number three is maybe to meet with a dietitian or nutritionist. Should you eat six small meals a day? What about intermittent fasting? Should you only eat twice? Should you skip breakfast? Everybody is different. It's hard to know because your body is different from everybody else's. Again, try to avoid people that are preachers and zealots who sit there and tell you everything that they're doing and this is what you have to do. No one has to do anything. No one's twisting your arm. You do what works for you. Experiment. If something doesn't work for you and you're like, oh, hell hell no, I'm not doing intermittent fasting. A lot of people can't. I love doing intermittent fasting for some reason. I get really clear in my mind, and um, and believe me, when you look forward to those meals, it's so good, and you realize how good food is, and you honestly don't crave junk when that happens. You just kind of feel very clear and clean. You can seek the counsel of a dietitian if you're a little bit confused by it, because again, so many diets are confusing. Keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, they're all out there. Who knows what to do? So meet with a dietitian. They can measure your blood measure your metabolic rate and everything in your body that's going on and create an individualized process in specific meal plans that will make it easier for you this person can help you figure out the best way your body metabolizes and processes the food including the timing and makeup of your meals maybe you should stop after eight o'clock or maybe you're best going to bed on a full stomach no one should judge anyone by what you do you should also factor in the timing of your exercise if you exercise in the morning, you might be starving by the time you're done, and if you skip breakfast, you're going to be lethargic at your desk and be completely unproductive. So that's number 3, is meet with meet, meeting with a dietitian or a nutritionist. Number 4 of 5 is to sleep more. This is not easy to do. I myself have to really I have like a five-step process to even like even try to even get tired before bed. I just I don't get tired. Number 4 is sleep more. So It has to, again, nobody's, nothing, not not one formula works for everybody. It's said to cut out the late night talk show circuits or the late night binging on Netflix and to hit the sack. Sometimes it's like really hard to shut off a a TV show if you're binging like, oh, just one more episode, one more episode and then I'll go to bed. And then you get hungry and then it's like a whole vicious circle. So studies reveal that two hormones are responsible for your need to feed and eat before bed. And that's ghrelin and leptin. Ghrelin lets your body, ghrelin tells your body it's hungry, while leptin tells your body it's full. When you don't sleep, ghrelin thrives and so will your appetite. Feed me, I'm hungry. So tonight, be sure to get your vitamin Z. But that's not all sleep does. Sleep helps generate the brain and all functions of the body, it l- allows you to heal. If you have an injury, you have to sleep on it. If you get the flu, you have to sleep on it. Many of us don't realize that good sleep is crucial for maintaining healthy hormone balance, including helping control cortisol levels which burn fat and for helping muscles function and repair repair themselves properly. So get that sleep. Also, if you're vain, get that beauty sleep. Your cells and your face and your skin do not regenerate. Your hair, your nails. You know when people look haggard and they haven't slept for decades. They look terrible. Their skin is dry. Your body needs to replenish and re-moisturize and heal and it's way better for fat loss and burning calories, your metabolism. You have to sleep more. And some of these people preach like, oh, I only need to sleep three, hour, three or four hours a day. That's great for them. And sometimes, and if that works for you, that's great. I'm jealous. But if you need seven to nine hours of sleep, which is always recommended, make sure you get that. Again, it's very hard to do. But if you can do little things to control that, try to do that. Shut the, shut the TV off after a certain time. And also you can get, you know, the blue light or the red light, whatever works, because red light will allow you to fall asleep, while blue light stimulates you. It's just kind of like, it's kind of like sunrise and sunset. All day, it's blue because it's it's daylight. And at night, in, in the morning, it's more of a sunset glow, which is the red light. So that will put you to sleep faster. And maybe listen to, you know, meditation music or classical music or anything that's gonna wind you down. Sometimes people read. Uh, and that makes you tired. But trying to work on the computer, which is what I do until the very end, not a good thing, or watching TV. I actually watch TV and actually watch YouTube and um, work on my computer at the same time. Exactly what not to do, but for some reason, but with my, what I have figured out for myself, my my five-step high maintenance process, then I can fall asleep. And number five is lifting weights. The healthier your muscles are, the more they will aid in your showdown of against fat, the battle against your fat. Weight training, resistance training, boosts your metabolism and that in turn will melt fat and keep your body incinerating all day. You are a fat burning sexy machine, I promise you. Strength training also releases endorphins which makes you feel euphoric. That brings you back to the exercise room. This kind of, this kind of work also builds strength and prevents injury. Both of which are crucial to achieving the body confidence and longevity that we crave. And lifting weights, and ladies, so many girls are so afraid of lifting weights. You're not going to get bulky, I promise you, unless you're on testosterone or steroids. Seriously. Notice the shape, because people ask me, and I'm not being like egotistical or anything like that, but like, how do you get that shape in your shoulder? How do you get that shape in your butt? Well, that's from strength training, because you get more curvy in those areas. Unfortunately, you cannot spot training. And you can do anything you can to do that, but you cannot spot training. But hey, build a bigger back. Guys love bigger backs, chests. girls, our quads and our calves and our butts are sexy when they're sculpted. And that's from weightlifting. And also, you burn way more calories and burn fat when you sleep by lifting weights. And if you're afraid, a lot of people are afraid or intimidated about getting in the weight room. I've had the luck of being in a weight room since I was a child because my dad's a coach, and both of my parents work out diligently. So I grew up in locker rooms. I mean, honestly, the smell of Icy Hot and boxing gloves in boxing gyms is so sexy to me, and it's like a scent that I crave. And also, like, the smell of mats, rusty mats, basketballs. I love the smell of, like, of... of my dad used to take me to football practice every day when I was a little tiny girl, and I just remember the smell of the, of the um, footballs and the and the guards and the and the pads and like when when the tackle those tackle dummies. I love the smell of those things. So I have I was very lucky to, to have been brought up in that. So I was like born in the gym basically, and lifting weights is something that I've I've loved to always do, and I'm not a big bodybuilder. There's no way I even could get that way. I'm an ectomorph. It doesn't work. And I'm not on testosterone or steroids. Um, But if you do want to, ladies, if you do want to bulk, there are ways to do that by increasing your protein and things like that. But anyway, those are the five things that will rev start and kick off your fat loss. And to reiterate, the first one is eating fiber plus protein equals fat loss. Keep that in mind. Fiber plus protein equals fat loss. And there's so many things you can look up for fiber. Like apples is a good source of fiber. And a source of protein would be a chicken breast. I mean, there's a million things that you can choose from. But adding those together will equal that fat loss. Number two is to count your steps. Walk 10 minutes a day after each meal. That's going to add your steps in. Park far away at a shopping mall or the grocery store and then carry those groceries back and that adds resistance training and your and your, uh, steps. Number three is to meet with a dietitian or, or nutritionist to go over what's best for your body in timing, your exercise regimen, macros, what's best to do. Number four is to sleep more. I know it's hard to do, but more, the more sleep you get, the more beautiful you feel, the more confident you feel, the more rested you are, you don't have brain fog, your hair, skin, and nails are glowing and you're burning more fat at rest. And speaking of burning more fat at rest, that brings us to number five, lifting weights. So incorporate those five things into your regimen before the holidays, and I can promise you, your fat loss will be stimulated, invigorated, and it will start coming off. Again, number one, fiber plus protein equals fat loss. Number two, count those steps. Number three, Meet with a registered dietitian. Number four, sleep. And number five, lift weights or do any type of resistance training. And I hope that these gave you some tips. These tips will help you. But again, please enjoy those holidays. Enjoy all the pre-parties going into it. But if you feel not so confident, add some of these things to your regimen. And I promise you'll feel more confident. And I want to thank you so much for joining me on another episode. I appreciate you guys so very much. And I look forward to these podcasts because you've helped me you stimulate me to do the research, which I love because I'm a total nerd. (laughs) Yes. People don't even realize what a nerd I am. They would be shocked and surprised. The things that I read, the things that I do on a daily basis, I'm a definite academic to the thousandth degree. Anyway, have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Thank you. We appreciate you for listening and please rate and subscribe to the show on iTunes. You can also listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Luminary, Tuned In, or at bleep.com. You can always reach out to me for any questions or topics you'd like covered on the show at Anne McDaniels or at Anne McDaniels Actress. And I'll see you all next time on SoCal Sweat. Hmm. <laughs>